This just in, Danny Baja has been suspended as CEO of Lotus. We go live now to Norfolk for reaction to that piece of news. Hello, welcome to Gareth Jones on Speed. I'm Gareth and the 80s is in me. He's Richard and the 90s is in you, is it Richard? Well, a bit of both. Yeah, a bit of both, 80s and 90s. Oh, a child of the 80s, yes. And Zog, the future's in you, isn't it? I hope so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Bit of the future, bit of 80s. Oh, definitely bit of 80s. Bit of 70s as well. Bit of 70s as well. I'll probably get more 70s and 60s. I've got most of the 70s. I like a bit of 20s, actually. Nice, yeah. The cocktail bit of 20s. I like the futurism of the 20s and the 30s. That suited me. But music. without the right wing politics. Without, 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 oh, no, without, no, without, without, honestly, fascism. Uh, as, as a father to two small sons, fascism, I get stuff done, I'm telling you. Anyway, uh, <laughs> there's a reason. Moving swiftly on. Why I'm talking about this. I had a tremendous tweet the other day from Robin Hales, who follows me on Twitter. Halesy. Halesy. The Halesmeister. The Halesish. King, uh, who also works for Hyundai, by the way. Does he? Yeah, and by the way, Hyundai... Well done. Why aren't you at Le Mans? Isn't it about time the Koreans were at Le Mans? Oh, give them a Just chance. A thought. Yeah. I'd rather they spent the money on making the cars better and stuff, which they seem to be doing. Yeah, doing a great job. But, you know, let's not get carried away. Come on, they're doing good. Maybe they can come with a good entry, good approach. Yeah, why not? Well, what they should do is go in with something like the Delta Wing that the Nissan are are involved with now and do something a bit ballsy and attention-seeking. But then, of course, the risk is that it, it fails. Anyway, so yeah, the, sorry. the Hailsmeister. Yeah, the Hales King. He suggested, how about on the next Gareth Jones on Speed, you do a top ten list of best ever F1 liveries. Mm-hmm. And I thought, mm. yeah, that's good, but it might take all week yes. for us to agree. So instead, I suggested that we each pick our top three. Can I, at this point, yes. offer an apology in advance? Yes. Because when you told me about this... About a minute ago. I wasn't really paying attention. Yeah. And <laughs> I didn't know it was just F1. Oh, it isn't just F1. That's oh, what, is it? Oh, okay. My many? next qualifier uh, is that okay. we can it's open it racing out. racing. Oh, okay. We can. That was what, the first thing I was going to say is we can open it out. Does it have to be racing, though? Because one of mine yeah. is the coach line down the side of the Vauxhall Belmont Not flare. allowed. Okay, good. Oh, we're going to suggest a small modification, which would be that if we're going to go around and sort of do, as I think we're going to do, what's your third favourite? Yeah. What's your second favourite yep. what's your favourite yeah. I reckon there's going to be some crossover here yeah so if that's the case do you then have an alternate entry which is your non F1 this uh, is not my top three necessarily my top, top three yeah. I would take too long to decide yeah, yeah. I'd need a couple of weeks minimum Fair yeah. enough. of solid thinking Yeah. so and I've just chosen things that first yeah. popped into my head yeah. and then I've ignored those because I think some of the things <laughs> that pop into your head are the two obvious ones. ones. They'll yeah. be overlap. I've chosen some obtuse and obscure ones. Likewise. So let's go. Let's okay. go on. Oh, right. Okay. So we'll probably yeah. end up all in and the same car. And obscure we'll all just have one okay, car. Okay, go on. So who's going all right. first? All right. Well, we'll start with you, Zog, because you're the rational man. Your third choice for motorsport livery of all time. Motorsport livery of all time. 
I've got three F1 liveries down well, that's here. That's fine. That's but fine. I'm going to substitute a non-F1 because I oh. now understand, because of this clarification, mm. okay. there's a particular livery which is suddenly shot okay. to the top of my list. Okay. Yeah. But, okay, so... Oh, this is tricky. Do I play this technically? Because do so... Mm. <clears throat> oh, the betting man, you see. Interesting. Okay. My third favourite. It's got to be the Ferrari sort of six four two, six four three of the early nineties. Jean Alesi, Gerhard Berger era. Mm. That nice sort of clean, oh. deep red, deep and black. Red, yes. Yeah, not the Ferrari. strident red of not, today. Not, not slightly or more orangey. I think yeah. it was called I think Rosso just, Red. I think Ferrari I think called it was, Rosso I think Red. It was, yeah. Doesn't that just mean red? Isn't, red? Doesn't yeah, that just say F one classic F one? That yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful red, beautiful red car. Number twenty seven. Driven by Jean Alesi. A Jip Finger. sponsorship. A Jip yep. fuel. Yep. Uh, what else was on there then? Goodyear. Goodyear tyres. Um, Fiat. Magneti Morelli. Magneti Morelli. There wasn't actually much more sponsorship. No. Yeah. I remember a lot of red. Yeah, a lot of red. It's like kind of humpback, almost yeah. like that sort of, you know, nice like a style. salmon in that late stage of spawning, which isn't a great image. But you know what I mean? That sort of humpback image. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. That's my number three. Nice. Ooh. Classic start with a Ferrari. Richard Porter, what's your number three? Go you know the way I did that in style of uh, Coleman? Yeah. Was that, that sounded more to me like um, someone else. I can't remember. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> Hopeless, yeah. are we? been obtuse and again it was just things that popped into my mind that I thought you two wouldn't have picked so I'm going to go first of all for Tony Pond's rallying <gasps> triumph TR7 8 well it was a 7v8 TR7 v8 it was red Spotter's bad thank you it was red but it had a very simple and I think this is actually genuine I'm not just doing this to be a unipart but there was on there somewhere but the thing was it had a sort of blue shield on the top part of the bonnet and it had a blue oh. it kind of followed the contour yes. line of the oh yeah, my god they yeah. bent the other side yes. of the TR7 <laughs> with blue and the classy touch for me I think white picked out just some key details including the wheel arches it was quite yes. minimalist I think on any other car it would have been regarded as quite a classic livery, but because it was a TR7, it was a bit of a comedy. Oh, car it's a seventy-six. But it really is the best looking that the TR7 coupe has ever been. Seventy-six, seventy-seven. Hmm? Uh, no, a bit later than that, I think. Was so, it? Yeah, getting on, and then was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because well, I saw that car. I think it went through the the Lombard RAC rally. Went through RAF Sealand, or perhaps. Broughton, where the Airbus factory is now, I forget, it was a long time ago, but definitely late 70s. I saw that car, wonderful, lovely. I've got this here on my tablet device, but if I show it to you, you will see the tabs on the internet, which... Uh, oh, can you cover those? Other, put, your, okay. put your hand across the top. No, 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 wait a minute, I can do this, I can do this, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. See. Yeah. Well, that's not a brilliant picture. Yeah, it's pretty Notice good. the headlights, the pop-up headlights have, I think, probably been bolted in place because yeah. they used to... Fail. Yeah, you wouldn't want them to drop in the middle of the night. But genuinely, I think yeah. that's a nice colour scheme, because it's quite simple. British. It was, at the time, very modern. Yes, but that's the thing, but it uses the elements of the national flag, yeah. and but there's it, nothing... Alitalia used the elements of the Italian flag, and it's a great... Great livery, it's a classic. Funny you so. should mention this, but I think there's a real problem with putting anyone in sort of the UK flag of the Union colours. It always ends up looking like National rent van you know, it doesn't look cool. It well, looks cool. You can say National Front. No, no, yeah, it does that as well. See, but, I never think, oh, you look like National rent van I always just think that, you know, sometimes people associate waving the Union flag around with being a racist. Yeah, that's a shame. Is a problem. But that, because it changes the emphasis, 
Lewis proudly waving an English flag. That's a good flag. I mean, it's a yeah, bloody yeah, right. iconic design, isn't it? Yeah. Everyone else just you know three blocks of colour in stripes. Yeah. Blah, I mean, obviously the world flag is that. pretty good as well. But you know, if my nation was mentioned on the flag of the Union, I might support it. But we're not. But the red, white, and blue. No, because the flag the looks is, like no, an L, the national letter of Wales. But I like the fact that red is the predominant colour in Tony Pond's TR7V8. I agree with yeah. you on that. I think no, that's nice. I think it's a nice livery on an underrated car. I love a TR7V8 yeah. or a TR8 proper. But yeah. yeah, with that livery, mega. Okay, good. My number yeah. three. Talking about national liveries, uh-huh. is yeah, it going to be a launcher by any? It's case? not. No, it okay. usually is. But it's not on this occasion. No, because they do look lovely in the Alitalia yeah, colours. Yeah, You're right, Stratos. Yeah, I think that. Yeah. But there again, in '97, when the Stuart Ford turned up, the SF1. Yes. That white car with HSBC sponsorship, but <laughs> most importantly, that nice bit of red, white, and blue tartan. Is it true? That they tweaked that tartan yes, after racing, testing to make it look better on telly. Yes, it's called Racing Stewart, oh. that tartan. It's is actually it? a registered tartan. Which clan they is that? Racing Stewart, yeah, yeah. 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 And it's uh, different to okay. the pattern that Jackie had on his helmet when he raced in the 60s. There was a lot of guesswork, oh, is it going to be blue like the Tyrrells and the mm-hmm. Marches that Jackie used to drive? No, he came out with a white car. But I loved it. Not even a Curiacos had tartan on their car. And they were Scottish. No, Brilliant. Yeah, beautiful. Which is a Scottish colour, of course. But do you remember? Is it? It's blue officially as yeah. well. I suppose it's on the oh, flag, isn't sure it? Sure, it is. Yeah. Scottish blue hey, in the Saltaire. What and also, co- what colour everyone's what skin goes Gibson in the winter? Yeah. <laughs> so, what do you think of my racing car? Hi, Jackie, that's a lovely car and that's a tremendous tartan. What are these colours? Well, the white represents the thick flurries of snow, red is the colour of the end of our noses, and the blue is everybody's skin. Oh, aye. Reminds me of summer, all right. We're playing a game, feel free to play along at home if you like. We're picking our top three motorsport liveries of all time. Last time Zog started with number three, this time Richard, you start with your second place motorsport livery of all time. I'm going to go for a fairly broad spectrum, but I can narrow it down. An overview, if you like, is that it is the Brabham's that were sponsored by Parmalat, the Italian dairy concern. Now, one of the things that's important here is that I love those cars and watching them when I was a kid, and I didn't even know what Parmalat did 
but it sort of didn't matter. I no, was intrigued. No. And it would have uh, slightly spoiled it if you had Yeah, known it, it would, like, actually. Yeah. It was like the same thing I was also going to choose. The Williams, when they ran... you remember when they were sponsored by Saudi, Fi Saudi? In the, the yeah, Saudi the, yeah, very early sort of... I, like, sort of, of I kind of thought, oh, that's something to do with Saudi Arabia, maybe? But I didn't really even... Even the word fly didn't necessarily mm. suggest it was an airline. Uh, I just thought it was a cool livery. But I've gone for the Parallax Brabham, you know, the BT-52, the Gordon Murray design. Yeah. Classic racing car. Dark blue on dark white. Dark blue on white. In fact, they reversed it, didn't they? When it first came out, it was actually the whole thing was dark blue with Parmalat written in white. But within a year, they swapped it so it would read. It became a white car with a dark blue. And Parmalat, if I recall, wasn't it Pedro Diniz's dad who owned a massive supermarket chain in South America who distributed Parmalat? So that's why Diniz had Parmalat's sponsorship but Parmalat got into some kind of financial trouble there was tales of impropriety wasn't there fiscal irregularities at some point <laughs> in their recent past because yes, this was. is all more recent but back then I just thought it's one of those great because I think really good uh, liveries often have a sort of minimalism to them they're not too yes. busy there's not too much going on yes. and that was as you say yep. no matter which way round you had it dark blue white mm. that's it it was just strong there wasn't an awful lot else on that car in my mind anyway and I sort of looked up some pictures and it seemed to bear it out that it was just a pretty simple strong thing but also what it had that is probably important in the context of us talking about this is that it has a resonance from a time in your life when you mm. know, for me it was a little kid watching yep. F1 yep. and, and, and uh, I just thought it was You're kind of getting into it, it for the first looked time. cool yeah. interesting because I think I have a similar thing going on with you it has a resonance in your life my second choice <laughs> is a car from roughly the same period as my first choice and there's a reason for this is in the sort of late 90s the mid to late 90s I was drawing Formula 1 cars on Microsoft Paint that's what I did before the season started as all the cars came out one by one I would draw the liveries of the new cars just like a kid would you know still a kid and the one that I enjoyed recreating the most is my next choice. And that is the, I think it was 99 EJ10, a Jordan, of course. Yellow. Was that the first yellow and black year? Or no, they came through a few years. When they had the, the snake head, Giancarlo Fisichella and oh, Ralph drove. That was Bitten the, and Hisses era. Yeah, yeah Bitten and Hisses. Hornets. Then it became Buzzing Hornets when oh, they put yeah. a wasp on for yeah. Benson and Hedges. Yeah. It was the first of those two years of the Buzzing Hornets with Damon was driving. Mm. That I really, really enjoyed. I just liked the whole waspish back to the thing the yellow and black wash bit you know the way that uh, the yeah, abdomen no, they, they executed mm. that very very well Jordan have had a, more than their fair True, share of, yeah, re- yeah. of cracking liveries for oh. what's you know what a really quite a small team yeah, when the cars yeah, yeah. Were, they, they were green weren't they with when they the, first appeared yeah and, the, yeah, and, and seven, seven up, up. Yeah. and was a, that was good quite a strong again yeah. simple yeah. livery well they cut what then Pepsi Sassoil was that the Sassoil that was Barrichello who brought the Sassoil sponsorship and that was yeah. so that had green still didn't it but it was a stripe on a red, white red, car. white and blue was it Sassoil oh that's right yes yeah 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 but yeah, you're but right. White Jordan cut, yes. had a good history. Yeah. But yeah, but the yellow and black was the best. Yeah. yeah, I think that idea of having an animal nose in the case of Jordan initially a snake and then later a hornet rather than a wasp 
was probably stolen from Dan Gurney's All-American Racers in America who had an eagle nose on their mm. champ cars or cart I think they were called at that point which were wonderful didn't go very fast they looked great mm. and I, I did like that idea of bringing that animal thing over yeah I love that yellow and black it's classic for me still mm. go on then that's my second choice Zorro. okay My second choice, it was so tempted to go for the 86 McLaren, that lovely classic red and white. But no, no, I'm not going there. I'm not going there. In the end, it had to be the classic black and gold Lotus 79. Sort of, oh, uh, the 79, not the 72. The uh, Essex written down the side, was it, in 79, sir? Uh, JPS. Mm, black and gold, JPS. Yeah, JPS, not Essex. No, yeah. What a beautiful strong design that was apart from the fact that it was a pretty quick car just looks amazing yeah, just, uh, it was the same thing you know I was saying about the Parmalat Brabham's but also as a kid I just remember Elio DeAngelis in a JPS Lotus and then a lot of great drivers but he was the first one to strike me because he had an impossibly exotic name yes. and he just drove a car that was incredibly cool looking yeah. Yeah. to a seven year old kid that was all that really yeah, what could you and, yeah. And, the, and of course, still being referenced by the modern, current team. Uh, yeah. yeah, well, the current car that carries those colours, the, what is now called the Lotus, it's still a red, isn't it? Enzo, yeah. Enzo. They made a mistake. I think the, the coach lines, the gold coach lines, are too broad. If they were they're thinner, quite, yeah, it would look quite slicker. Fine. Yeah, it would yeah. evoke that old JPS car a lot better. Yeah, I think you're right, actually. But there may be some reasons why they decided they wanted to do this. <laughs> but but anyway, the, but there you go. That sort of you know, you know, nine seventy eight, Lotus seventy eight, just beautiful absolute classic I think a lot of people would argue that that car worked well in those colours especially those gold coach lines because it was an angular car it had edges to it Mm -hmm. and a more sort of compound curved shape doesn't work so well with those sort of pins right around the highlights but yeah I think there's something in that yeah no there's like slabbiness of the sides Mm. and so on it definitely works with those fine lines excellent choice and probably most people's number one yeah Okay, yeah, we continue our F1 Top 10 Chart Rundown. That's right, mate, and there are just three records to go. See, you're not wrong, mate, and so who's occupying the big three of this week? Well, mate, a number three, it's none other than Rockin' Ron Dennis with his new single, A Quantity of Notes Arranged into an Audibly Satisfying Sequence to permit the overdubbed application of some memorable words and sentences that may convey expressions pertaining to love or human emotions of a comparable nature. He's a crazy guy. He sure isn't, mate. Who's at number two, me old chum? Wouldn't you know, it's Nigel and the Men Silhouettes with On and On. Right. And On and On and On and On and On and On and On. No, 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 yeah, no. He really does, doesn't he, mate? God, doesn't he ever? So let's move on to the big number one song in our F1 chart. Put us out of our misery, mate. Who's in the top slot this week? The number one is. Wow. For yet another week, it's our old mate Colin Chapman with his smash hit single Selling Fags on My Car from the Platinum Selling LP Black and Gold. We were hoping to speak to Colin live from Brazil, but when we rang him, he pretended he was still dead. What a zany guy. Gareth Jones on speed. So here we are in the closing stages of the program where we choose our favourite racing liveries of all time both of my choices up to now have been 
F1 cars. Mm-hmm. My final choice is not an F1 car. In my opinion, this car, in these colours, is more beautiful than a John Player Special. It's more beautiful than a Ferrari 312T2. It's more beautiful than Damon's FW18 Williams in the Rothmans colours. When I see this car, it makes something in my trousers Oscillate. Is it the Austin Allegro Equipe? Oh, actually, with that orange and the black and the white. Get on with it. It's a Ferrari, but it's not an F1 car. Uh. It's the sports prototype that raced throughout the 90s. Yes. The 333SP in the Momo colour. So it's a red car with yellow Yellow highlighting. Mm. And Momo branding down the sides now so much do i love the design of this car if you've ever seen me racing carts and i know you have my race suit is a red momo race suit with the yellow piping i like to imagine i'm eric van der Bol driving yeah, a 333 sp there's just something so complete so glamorous so european and most importantly because momo is the big message that you get from this car Something very motorsport about that whole car. It just shouts motorsport with a V12, that Ferrari V12. I love that car. And actually, that... that, What have you... A guitar I was Violet wanted to see... Oh, I see. ...your choice, which I just pulled up on my iPad... (laughs) And in the course of the excitement of looking at the livery, which is corking, and, and we were just admiring it together, and the guitar fell over. Yeah, we but, know but more yeah, music on this program. But it's all sort of solved the classic dilemma of, you know, would you like your Ferrari in red or yellow, sir? Hey, well, have it in both. both. And they're both Ferrari colours, aren't they? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I yeah. love it. I like the alternative quality, because it's not a Formula One car. It's a sports prototype. That is my favourite livery, and probably my favourite race car of all time, that mm, car. I love mm. the way it looked. OK, that's my number one choice. OK, now good you know. choice. Z, what is your number one choice motorsport livery of all time? Okay, well, I think you might have been able to guess at this one, but I'm going to go for Gulf Colours on Porsche 917. Of course, why didn't I say that out loud? Yeah. I'm, I'm, surpri- mm. I'm surprised I managed to get this far yeah. without somebody picking ahead of me. But yeah. uh, maybe uh, we yeah, knew you take care I, of yeah, it. To be honest, you know, I could have gone for a GT40. I could have gone for other John Wire run golf yeah. cars. But yeah, those golf colours, the orange and blue. Oh, it's just so beautiful. That's just no question. My favourite motorsport livery. I will never forget that something you said on this programme, perhaps as much as 60 years ago, maybe even seven years ago now. <laughs> I thought you said yes, 60 years ago. 60 years. When we were podcasting in the, the, the heady summer, summer of 1952. Yeah. <laughs> you said the golf colours are so good that you can paint anything 
in those colours uh, yes. and it yeah. makes it look good yes. and if I, I know that to be the truth now I think I tried to prove it by, by painting my phone exactly. in golf colours and it looked great man it looked great I saw a Citroen Mahari in golf colours at Le Mans that yeah. looked fantastic yeah, yeah that yeah. was not the last time, time before it. yeah beautiful yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely you can yeah, do anything in those colours looks cracking So genius uh, yeah. but why yeah. the 917 and not the GT40 <sighs> it is a close call because they're both such beautiful iconic race cars with great history but the 917 it's not the Steve McQueen thing it's just the ultimate you know 70s sports racing see, car I was you? right the 70s is in him I knew it had okay. come out nice choice see mm, well, Richard Porter Hello. what is your number one choice of motorsport livery of all time I reserve the right to change my mind on this, but as I said, I just sort of thought of things that popped into my head, and I'm glad I left this one to last because it's probably the most iconic. Can we guess? Go on, then have a crack. Is it is orange it arrows? A twenty-two. The lime no. green forty Ford. No. Is it the pink pig? The oh yeah, nice uh, idea. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I could have gone yeah, for that. Could have gone for the pink pig. Yeah. It's too late. It's okay, no, I'm not going uh, back on that. Is, no, is it Ralph Schumacher in a Toyota? Do you know it's not? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, what is it? It's what's become known as the BMW Motorsport colours, but as applied to the three-litre CSL, the Batmobile, oh, if you okay. will, from the early 1970s. Martini-esque. Mm, Martini-esque, but then the BMW Motorsport colours, which are used to this day on the M badge, which is applied to M3s and M5s, and mm. sadly also to any M Sport edition of any old BMW, which slightly bastardises it, but that's fine because it's only a little badge. And they still do occasionally apply it to things like the ring taxis and they do these sort of limited edition cars sometimes or kits you can get for like the one series and the other three series it's always applied with minimalism mm-hmm. i think yeah which goes back to what we were saying yeah. it's always a white car yeah and you just have some stripes up the side or they pick out the sort of details on the bonnet or up and over the roof or whatever so it just seems to me it's never overdone but it also it's very very simple and it's three very strong colors because it's just nothing too flashy and overcomplicated. It's just red, white, and blue. Basically. This is graphically really, really strong. Yeah, yeah. just a couple of primary colours. It resurfaced. I remember a few years ago when BMW owned Sauber, mm. that there was the heat yes, of that coming yes, through in yes, the Sauber. Yes, yes, they did. Mm-hmm. And with that, it had a quality about it which reminded me of the Spectrum logo from mm. Captain Scarlet as well. Oh, I thought you meant the Spectrum logo from the like, ZX. ZX81. <laughs> <laughs> now, that would be a very cool car. Which did have something, but yeah. Yeah, black, yeah. With, with, and that's a sort of rainbow of... Yeah, it was yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, but it's all about simplicity and strength and just keeping it to the bare minimum. And I just think that's why those Bindley Motorsport colours are an instant win for me, because mm. it's really strong colours applied with moderation. And, and also the Batmobile is a bloody cool car, no matter how you dress it up. And there are a number yeah. of liveries, those things around, but... But that's the best for you. Hey, yeah. if you want to see what a Sniff Petrol race car might look like, or Gareth Jones on Speed race car might look like... There is going to be a video game for your mobile phone soon that features car uh, yeah. designs that we have contributed towards. In if you want to see what a Zog license. race car looks like, just go and see Zog's see car. Zog's car. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Racing maroon. Oh no, racing brown. Do we call it? No, no it's, it's a, a racing maroon, racing burgundy, with a few racing spots peeling off the bottom at the moment. Um, yeah, yeah. That's my favourite livery. Yeah, you've been oh, listening yeah. to Violet Berlin off my Take a bye, me. Bye.
the man called Zog. Goodbye. The man called Richard. Goodbye. And the soft life called Gareth. We're going to leave you with a tune. You may have noticed that the Le Mans 24 Hours is with us very, very soon indeed. So here's a song about the lies that we tell ourselves and our partners when we say we're just going for the 24 hours. We wanted Elbow to sing the song for us. They obviously couldn't. So instead, here's our version. This is Funny Bone and the 24 Hours. See ya. see pictures get song lyrics join our facebook fan site or follow us on twitter go to garethjones.tv gareth jones on speed is made in london by whiz bang gareth jones on speed